Welcome to the One Mic, One Voice show, building the collective conscience, a show that's created to give space where your voice, ideas, and a form of opinions can be heard, appreciated, and debated. I am Michael Eric Owens. Oh, man, we got a great show today. A real good show today. Are you ready? I hope you are ready. We are ready to get down with this topic called money and power. Money and power. I'll tell you, folks, the two are closely aligned. But before we get into today's show, I just I, 16 days into the presidential election. One six. Man, it seems like <laughs> it's been a lifetime since we voted for the president. I think that's a reflection of everything that we've been through in nearly four years. I can't begin to even recall all of the racism and xenophobia and all the hate against the immigrants and the the dismissal of white supremacy, all the sexism. I just, man, it, I, I can't even fathom what has happened over the last three and a half plus years in this country, in this country that we hold ourselves up as a country that has the best values the best service to one another, the protector of the world, a free society in which all people are welcome. Yeah, that's the narrative that we hold up to the world. Yet, what? Look what the condition that we are in right now. Tragic. I don't even, I don't even know how to use the word to describe what we are in. That brings me to my next point before we get into our discussion. The hip hop artist. Ice Cube. You know. He he did the Friday movies and. You know, I, I, I like Friday. You know, it's funny. It's comedy. It's, you know, watched it several times, man. Friday one. I don't know, two or three. Or I don't know how many it is, but. Uh, Ice Cube, what what has happened to Ice Cube? This is what I think happened to some people that have a platform that lack knowledge. You see, it's a dangerous thing to have a platform without the knowledge. Now, his platform is music. Well, let me back up. His platform is hip hop. 
you know, these are, I think they're called electronic uh, music producers now, EMPs. And I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not knocking on that. I'm not, you know, some of you had to discover that I do play a few instruments. So I'm not knocking that. I'm not knocking that. But that's your thing. Ice Cube, that's your thing. You are a, you're a rapper. And you act. You know, I'm not going to get it. I'm not an actor, so I'm not going to judge whether it's good or bad. But the political arena, the knowledge of the struggle of black and brown people in this country, the legacy of racism, hatred, bigotry, oppression. To understand that is a life journey. To understand that is work. Sure, you've heard of slavery. Sure, you've heard of Jim Crow. Yeah, you've heard of those things. But have you actually did an Jesus of those things? Have you wrote about those things? Send me an article that Ice Cube has wrote. Send me a speech that he's given in great detail. You see, to have a platform and to be ignorant of that which you speak. Listen, folks, the whole world can see it. The black platinum. I guess platinum, taking it from music, I guess. That's what you know, Cube. That's what stick to what you know. Because you lost me, bro. I'm done with you. Things are too serious. You know, oh, man, straight out of Compton. NWA. Man, I liked you, man. I did. Past tense. Because I can't deal with you now. You went to the dark side, the ignorant side. And the only thing that can get a brother like me back is an apology, you know, sincere. Like, man, I was, I don't know what happened. I was out of my mind, man. Black people forgive, world forgive me. That's the only thing that's going to get Mike back. Because other than that, man, you cancel, bruh. Sit down. Maybe some people will still follow you, man. But that was ignorant. We, and, and he is among a list of black activists, quote, I put that in quotes, so-called self-proclaimed have given themselves the title now simply because it is in fashion to say black lives matter. Yeah. But what about two years ago, five years ago, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, 20 years ago, when I was writing about the very same things that I'm talking about today, I was demonized. I was called a racist. Yeah, I was called, I was the problem with America. But now all of a sudden, man, it's cool. You got, you know, the hip hop folks are standing up and, you know, I, and, and, and I should not be um, discouraged because folks are joining the movement. All I'm saying is know what your place is in the movement. You're not a leader, bro. No, step off that self. I guess I would say created podium that you built for yourself. Yeah, it ain't sitting on solid ground, bro. It's on sand. And you slowly sinking. Call for help. Call for help. Maybe somebody will come. But Ice Cube, man, come on. We got to move on from that. Black people are much more, I think, uh, politically savvy than to listen to you. Money in power. Money in power. Okay, where we at?
What do I mean? See, these are two things that people, people cannot resist. They just can't. They can't resist money and power. I mean, the, oh man, the draw, the desire, the corruptibility, the need um, for money and for power. We know what the definition of money is. I'm not going to insult you. But power, the capacity or ability to direct or influence the behavior of others or the course of events. Money and power. You see, power, not just power alone, corrupts a person. It is the fear of losing or sharing power that corrupts people. Power in itself is not a problem. If you're a great leader, if you understand that you have a greater responsibility because you have the power and that power should not be used for your own benefit, but for the benefit of others. But it is that very thought of losing power. That's what this man in the White House is all about now. That's why I say even over the next 16 days, folks, it's going to get worse because the very thought of losing power, that's what the Republicans are grappling with right now. The very thought of losing the Senate. They don't have the House. But you you notice Republicans are not even talking about we're going to take back the House. They're talking about how do we keep the Senate? The very fear of losing power corrupts you. Blurs your vision. Keeps you unbalanced. Keeps you unhealthy in the mind. It's a terrible thing to have an unhealthy mind. A corrupt mind. The good book says a reprobated mind. One in which you cannot reason. There is no rationality. And that's what this whole, as I said last week, this whole um, culture, this cult of Trump, this political cult, the fear, take our country back, make America great again. It's the fear of the change. It's the fear. And even listen, folks, even on local government. If And I'm going to be real with you. Think about this for a moment. Our local leaders, they stand up and they say they believe in diversity. They believe that everyone should be treated right. Everyone should be at the table and their voices should be valued. But look at local leadership. Is everyone there? Is everyone there? No. These are white people in power, mainly men, that have the same rhetoric year after year. Generation after generation, you're not hearing anything that your parents did not hear. But yet and still, they want us to believe that they are willing to change. And how do they change? They share power. 
You've heard me talk about this on several occasions. The only way to bring real systemic change is to share power. You see, the intersection between power, money and power is control. When we drive up that intersection. What's sitting there waiting on us is control. Because see, money and power gives a person control. Control. Have you ever had a person try to control you? I mean, look at your personal relationships. I, you know, this is this is not a relationship show. <laughs> So I'm not trying to get into your uh, personal life, but just think about it. Have you been in a relationship with someone that's tried to control you? Tell you what you can do, where you can go, who your friends can be. They might not tell you, but their behavior will. Because they're passive aggressive. You come home from being out with your girlfriends. They won't say nothing to you. Won't talk to you. So you figure, you know what? I'm not going to do that anymore. Guess what? They're controlling you. Yeah. You ever been bullied? Yeah. Yeah. Been there, done that. Control. Power and money at the intersection is control. This man in the White House wants to control every aspect of our country. And he's been successful with the Justice Department. I mean, he's been successful with his um, executive orders. He's been successful. Think about what's happening right now with uh, Amy Coney Barrett. Think about what's happening with this um, Supreme Court uh, nomination. I haven't watched any of it because it's a sham. I won't waste my time. I won't give my energy to anything that is as corrupt as that. But think about it. What do they have? They have the power. They have the power. Money doesn't even have to play into this because they all got money. But they have the control. They can do this. And although, although there's only a hundred people in that Senate body, and I think, I don't know what the number is, but the majority are Republicans. And we are what? 331 million people in this country. That majority in the Senate controls. They control. The the, the general public, I think it's up to 76% says you need to wait after the election. But they have the control. You see why voting is so important? You see why being in leadership is so important? Because, folks, um, the consequences literally in this situation with the COVID-19 virus is deadly. It's deadly. You see, you see this all the time. This desire to control in the corporate world see it in academia see it in sports 
celebrity. And of course, we see it played out today in politics. No diversity of leadership, no diversity of ownership. What about tenure for minor for for minority professors? The numbers are dismal. You see, if 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 you can control the upmobility of minority people, then you keep things the same. Nothing changes. If I can prevent you from voting, then nothing changes. So what do I do? I get rid of all types of uh, drop-off boxes. I get rid of those. I get rid of all types of um, information, access to information. Oh, I put out confusing information. I do that. Why do I do that? Because I can control you. That's the big deal. Controlling the population. If minorities get into the position of leadership, ownership, tenure positions at universities, then power must be shared. So you have to prevent that upward mobility. That's what systemic racism is all about. Keeping us away from the table. Or you can put somebody at the table that thinks just like you. You can put a Candace Owens there, an Alan Keyes there, a, Kerm, a Herman Cain there. Yeah, the representation of blackness, right? Yeah, skin folk, but not kin folk. So you could do that, but there is no change there because you have to have a diversity of thought and opinion and life experience in order. Yeah, in order to make a difference. Folks, I'm telling you, power and money are some very serious things um, in what we are seeing today, what we are battling today. From the very outset of this country, it was about power, about money, which was land, which was resources, slavery, power, money. Control. Jim Crow, power, money, control. Nothing has changed under the sun. But folks, what we're going to do, we're going to take a quick break. Um, I want you to get something. Listen, go ahead and get yourself something. Uh, You might want to get your dancing shoes. I don't know about you, but. During this break, I might cut up a little bit. Yeah, the old man still got some moves in him. (laughs) Hang in there, folks. We'll be right back. This is Michael Eric Owens, host of the One Mike One Voice Show. 
I want to give a shout out to all of our listeners all across the globe. Thank you for your undivided attention and for your conversation. You can catch us every Sunday on YouTube, 12.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. And you can also catch us on Podbeam, Stitcher, Spotify, iTunes, on any one of those lovely, wonderful podcasting platforms you love to listen to. Please always remember, you can change the world. It's your choice. Power, money, control. Some will say that's the way life should go. (laughs) Yeah, for those who have power, money, and control. What about those who don't? And that's a whole lot of folks out there. Hmm. Yeah. That's what we're talking about today, folks. That's what we're talking about. The inability to get in a position where one can exercise their voice, exercise um, their values, exercise their experiences in a way that they can affect change. You see, this fear of losing money, power, and control is what has driven America. That's why you have mass incarceration. That's why you have the demonization of people of black and brown skin. That's why there's such a push to keep immigrants out of this country. Why? Because we don't, the, the powers that be don't want them to share. Don't want to share the power. So we have to restrict. Yeah. But again, this clown in the, in the White House said that, you know, why don't we have more people from Norway? <laughs> It's okay to share the power with those who look like you. Who believe like you. But I believe in Trump's case, he don't even want to share the power with those who look like him or those who believe in him. He just want it all for himself. The fear of change, the fear of losing what get this folks, what they have stolen the land a people of African descent. And the wealth earned by those people. The fear. Of confronting. The truth. Yeah. Man, we've been running from this truth a long time. How long can you outrun the truth? Man, People have went to their grave outrunning the truth. Wouldn't it be nice in our life while we live and breathe to face the truth as a country for once to have an honest conversation about our past, our present and where we want to go? 
Wouldn't that be refreshing to not live a lie? To not teach our children lies? Because that's what we do when we omit history, when we don't talk about the 1921 Tulsa race massacre, we're teaching lies. When we minimize what happened to blacks in the 20s and 30s and 40s leading up to Jim Crow, we lie to them. And when we don't teach the history of women and their suffering in this country, we lie to our children. Wouldn't it be so refreshing for once America to face the truth and to break the back of white supremacy? But no, no, we're too caught up with money, power, and control. In turn, we maintain the lie because our society places value on those who have money, power, and control. We place value on those people. Yet you cannot oppress or control people without those resources, without money, power, and control. You can't do it. Oh, man, I feel like I'm speaking to myself. Sometimes I feel like I'm preaching to myself. What drives people to continue their oppressive regime is the thirst for more and more power. Kim Stanley said this, money equals power. Power makes the law and the law makes government. Mm. I I don't like the statement, but it's a true statement. Money equals power. We We give power to people simply because they're wealthy. We turn and look at them simply because they're driving a better car, living in a bigger, bigger house, or they have some title position. We say that they are better. We treat them better. Why is that? Because we have this obsession in America with money and power. But those who would use money and power to control us are the very people we worship. These people will come to a Trump rally after this man has the virus, after his his administration had an outbreak of the virus, they still will come without a mask and hear him downplay the very thing he was plagued with. Money and power. When I hear one of them say the president looks out for me, the little guy. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) I just... I mean, it's, it's, it's so humorous to buy in to that imagery that somehow those who are in power 
and have money and are in the process of controlling the masses somehow care about the masses. Wasn't it not Trump that said, I alone can fix this. You see, the most grotesque thing about the pursuit of money and the pursuit of power is that this feeling will never fulfill you. It's impossible. Benjamin Franklin said money has never made men happy, nor will it. There is nothing in its nature to produce happiness. The more of it one has, the more one wants. Because this pursuit is not a heart thing, but an ego thing. Wow. Think about that. This thing is not a heart thing. It's an ego thing. Let's talk about the ego just for a moment. Do you struggle with the ego? With the idea of that is all about me. The idea that I need attention. I need recognition. I need adoring people to say great things about me. That I need to be the most important person. Do you feel hurt when you're not the most important person? Where you're not giving the credit that you think you deserve? Are you battling with the ego? With the selfishness? Narcissistic characteristics? Of who you are and what you expect people to treat you like? Do you have a God complex? The ego, the pursuit of power and money. Yes, it's ego driven. It's not the heart. The heart pursues that which empowers the lives of others. That blesses other people. That enriches their soul. The heart lifts people up. The heart doesn't put a boot on their necks. Yeah. You see this idea of adoring those who are celebrities, musicians, actors, politicians. Even I say iconic social activists. Putting them on a pedestal is wrong, folks. We can't have a new America where anyone is better than anyone else. We cannot have a new America where people are valued over others based upon their skin tone, their job, their money, their socioeconomic status. None of that can exist. In a society where everyone feels welcome. That's the condition of our country. Trump was not created out of a vacuum. He is a creation of America. 
Let me repeat that. Trump is a creation of America. Of a child. Given lots of money. Raised by a corrupt father. In a corrupt family. That would never. He never saw empathy modeled. He saw the idea of I must win modeled. He is a creation of this country. And what we have been shown is the dark ugliness of who we truly are at the core. Now, I know I'm not inferring this to all of America. Because I would be inferring it to myself. There are people caring, loving, empathetic, sympathetic people in this country. But if we don't stand up, those in that group, and allow for this to be the portrait of America, then no matter how loving, caring, empathetic, sympathetic we are, it's all in vain. We have to create a country that all people have access to power and wealth and that no one is being controlled, but they have the ability to be who they are and to exercise the the deepest desires of their heart without oppression. People say, go after the American dream. How can you go after the American dream folks? When you're simply trying to make it through the night. The American dream. The American dream. The American dream. Can we even talk about that? When we have people, we have the largest homeless numbers in this country than since the Great Depression. Look at the the Vietnam, I mean, the veterans. And yes, some of them are still. Uh, Vietnam vets, all the mental challenges, the homelessness, American dream. Think about the kids that go to bed every night hungry. The American dream. No, some folks are simply trying to make it through the night. This is what I want to say to you. I want to give you five things in closing. Five things that we can do now. Well, number one, this is not part of the five things, but what you what you need to do is vote. If you haven't voted, you need to vote. Vote early. Don't worry about going to the polls. And some and and let me just say this for black and brown folk. You need to vote now because The day of the election, man, uh, it's going to get real bad for some folks. Take advantage now. Vote early. I've already cast my vote. Done. Couldn't stop me. Five things that we can do now. Number one, this celebrity culture. We got to teach our children not to value celebrities. I know with with all of these um uh, what you call them um they um the shows that that people show their lives uh reality TV show there you go 
with all of these reality TV shows and all of this, 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 you know, celebrating celebrities, we must teach our children that that's not what's valued. What's valued is how we treat each other. What's valued is fairness and the ability to love one another for who they are, not for what you want them to be. It's not about money. It's not about money. And if you have money and power, teach your children to do the right thing, to use those gifts for the empowerment of others. Number two, learn for yourself and share with others how wealth was built in this country. Learn for yourself and teach others how wealth was built in this country. I'm not going to go into it. You need to do your own homework because there will be no one today being glorified for the wealth that they have if they knew how that wealth was built, built throughout generations. Number three, defeat the ego. You know, I'm amazed by people that I even pride for in their charity giving. They do a big spectacle when they feed the hungry. (laughs) They announce they've gave so much to this organization. (laughs) Even in charity, the ego rises up and defeats you. Defeat the ego. Some people say, well, you can't. Everyone has an ego. Yes, you can. If you want to be honest about yourself, if you want to look at yourself in a realistic way, embrace your weaknesses, your flaws. Embrace who you are, your fears, your vulnerability. And really admit to yourself. That you're just a speck. You're a speck. On this great painting we call life. And that you should be thankful to be that speck because that speck matters. You remove the speck, the painting does not look complete. But that speck is not better than any other speck. That's how you defeat the ego. You see yourself for who you truly are. Number four, model a life of empathy for others to follow. Man. I wish you could teach empathy. I wish you could. But there's a school out there. There's a show that was done a long time ago on a one mic, one voice show, Empathy. And we talked about that. But I don't believe you can teach it. I believe either you got it or you don't. Maybe it's something that happens early on where you see it modeled by your parents. You see it modeled by those in your life. It becomes part of the way that you see the world. I don't know. But what I do know is. Without empathy, none of our problems can be solved. Without me seeing you. As myself. Without me understanding your struggles and your pain. As my struggles and my pain. Even your joys and your triumphs. If I cannot see that. Then we can't begin to solve. Our problems. 
folks, model a life of empathy for others to follow. And this is the most important one. The most important one. Listen to me now. If you didn't write down anything else, write this one down. Use your wealth. No matter how large or small. And whatever power you might have, whether it's over your children, over your workplace, over your district, over a state, or over a country. Use these two things to make America great for everyone because history will speak of us somewhere in the distant future. A scribe will reach down deep in the archives of our time. And what will she find? Will she discover that we overcame our differences? Will she find that out of many, we became one or will she find that we solved nothing and remain a divided peoples? Yes. History will speak of us. We can be the change that's in our life. All we gotta do is work together. We gotta raise our children better. We gotta stop the hate, stop the hate, and spread the love. One mic, one voice. You can change the world, it's your choice. One mic, one voice. You can change the world, it's your choice. One mic, one voice. You can change the world, it's your choice. One mic, one voice. You can change the world, it's your choice. Thank you for downloading the One Mic, One Voice show. Take a moment and subscribe and share. You can find us on Spotify, iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, or any other podcasting platform. Thank you for your continued support and for your voice. You can change the world. It's your choice. The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed on the One Mic, One Voice show are not the views, thoughts, and opinions of our sponsors.